Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Good afternoon. And welcome. Yeah, someone, someone, uh, someone's a little bit asleep here. That, it oh, has to be care, right? It has to be care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to work out whether I'm wearing a jumper or a jacket, mate. <laughs> mate, as long as you're wearing pants, that's the main thing. Yeah. You, you look like you're still pissed and you're still asleep. What's going on? I'm not still pissed. I probably will only take one of these to get back there, but <laughs> I, I am a little tired. <laughs> It was a. Uh, you were there yesterday. I was there. Apparently, I've been told I was there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. No, so we, we were up. What was good in there that we we couldn't see on TV? Uh, oh, we were in a corporate box. We we're in the captain's club, so we got. Oh, thank, uh, thanks for the invite. That's yeah. Three of us. So forget it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, we got uh, boozed and schmoozed for four hours before the game and then apparently there was a game of football and uh, I didn't get in let in anywhere afterwards. <laughs> oh, and I, I've never been more grateful for anything in my life because <laughs> I felt this morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh that's hilarious. Oh that's what hilarious. what does Matt Hutchinson say? Bad decisions lead to good stories. Oh, you yeah. got any good stories? There's um yeah, it's hard to re- well, you can't replicate it unless you're there. But being in a in a stadium with eighty thousand people is just yeah, incredible. Something that has an effect on going to the game is no good for watching the game. It never is. You're much better watching it on TV. Yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch it to actually see what happened. And that's yeah. not a drunk thing. It's just very hard to get a gauge when you're there. But the atmosphere and everything around it was um was I like it. I met, what do you mean? Sorry. From the box, we must, must be able to follow the whole lot. Oh, we were, we, for the, well, while the game was on, we sat outside the box in the suits, mate, and yelled and screamed abuse at people. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I met Gordy Tallis, that was good. I hadn't met him oh. before. Um, I've got him covered, I'm bigger than him, what it turns out. <laughs> he didn't want to run at me. He didn't want to run at me, I tried. Um, <laughs> But no, it was uh, it was good. I mean, obviously we lost, and you were saying before TL, and I didn't want to talk about it too much, but hundred um, percent agree with you. I, I I knew we weren't going to win. Um, Queensland have got a thing about them. There's a culture about Queensland. They have got an aura that's when they when they get it right, it's very uh, similar to um, what the All Blacks have going right, and uh, New South Wales just never have it. Never yeah. have it. We get lucky occasionally, and Queensland goes through a couple of bad years where their players are transitioning over, but what no one seemed to realise this year is even the bookmakers. I mean, God, I wish I was a gambling man because I would have made a lot of money last night. I picked the man of the match, I picked the winner, and I picked the first try scorer. So, oh God, uh, I would have been all right. But what Queensland did this year was bring back one. They got Billy Slater, who's the greatest fullback of all time, to coach him, and he was a Queenslander when they won those ten years in a row. And then he brought in all the other people that he played with into the coaching staff. So they picked a very young team, all twenty bar one or two people. But around them, they had the great greatest people that have ever played the game in their camp. And 
we just don't seem to understand it down here that yeah. New South Wales. Well, there was a whole lot of talk before the game about two people that New South Wales didn't pick, which was Josh Adokar and Jake Travojevic. Now, Josh Adokar has left Melbourne and playing for the Bulldogs who were going rubbish, so he didn't get picked. And Jake Travojevic playing for Manly and he's going okay, but he's not going brilliant. But where they've stuffed up is if they've made that decision on a skill-based thing, not a culture-based thing, because Jake Travoyevich was one of the best leaders in that group of people. He was one of the best yeah. leaders on and off the field that, yeah. that you can have. And Josh Adokar was the bloke who brought all the fun. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the clown of the group who, when things got too serious, kept it light-hearted, and that's why they've been so good for the last few years. So um, was always gonna was always gonna happen. Anyone who says any different didn't know what they're talking about. Mm. Yeah. The other thing with Josh Adokar, unfortunately, he's coming to a team. They need to be able to get to get the ball to him, you know, and he can score off almost anything. But the oh, team mate. around him at the moment just isn't supporting him. And uh, oh, he's still he's, he's, he's scored he's a third of their points, mate. Yeah, absolutely. But let's not talk about too much football, people. A lot of people go to sleep. What Thomas? No, is, but it's uh, just a, it's more of a it's more of a it's a leadership. It's not even a football talk, right? But it just shows what the leadership thing. You know, absolutely, team and champion, champion team like. Like Tia was saying off air before, it's cultural beat a good cultural beat skill any day of the week. I I believe now if you can get the combination of the two right, hundred percent. But um, culture will always win. Mm, yep. You're on mute, bro. I don't I don't follow uh, football, but what is it that uh, Queensland's got that every single game they seem to just light up in the second half. Mm. something is like a switch goes on and they're on a totally different field you know the number of times i've seen that in the in the second half they just mm. they just got much more resilience i don't know whether it's a geographical thing or or that culture thing we we're talking about but most of them are raised on farms in the cane fields they're not they're not city people now same can be said for new south wales but they're <sighs> they're brought into the city a lot younger or in New South Wales. They're identified out in the country at sort of 10, 12, 13 years of age and brought into the city environment, which isn't, you know, chasing cattle and, and chopping down sugarcane, you know, so, um, and not living on farms that are going broker and during drought and all that stuff. I think it's a, it's a, a geographical culture when they first get there. And then that's an expectation. It's, it's, you're expected up there. You'd, you'd, you're always an underdog. You're always the underprivileged, but they use that as a as a mm. motivation rather than a, an excuse. So, whereas we we as minute something goes wrong, we're gone. We just can't. We've got no fight in us whatsoever. Mm. What about you, Lou? You've got you don't have uh, the uh, state of origin, but it looks like you own an entire new state there behind you. <laughs> Your place, is it? I, I, I was saying to Cam, I um I couldn't even watch the State of Origin last night for the first time in about 10 years because I haven't hooked up the TV yet. So, <laughs> so 10 years, I, I, I literally, it's I don't, I used to get into the footy quite a bit, like just growing up with dad and brothers and all that, and obsessed, obsessed with it. But yeah, I, I, I missed it. So I today I was like, oh, State of Origin was last night, really? But yeah. <laughs> You were but probably yeah, no. lost in that brand new pool of yours. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Is, is that is that last tree that you can see in the far end? Is it still on your property? Uh yeah, that's that's it. This tall one, if I yeah, that that one there. Yeah, yeah. 
about yeah. 200 meters behind that is still the property and that's the Hastings River. So yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. And it goes I, reckon, I reckon you're gonna go through two ride-ons a year on that property. <laughs> well, so, hopefully not, but we've got a big tractor. <laughs> welcome Gina Reinhardt to the podcast. Yeah, glad, glad, money, <laughs> glad money's not important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but look, look at it. you know, you go by. I've got my family. I'm happy. I'm glad money. Listing and selling all those properties for free. Yeah, how about well where it's got me? All those free jobs you did. Look at them. Oh, well. Got me here. Well done, Lou. Well done. We're waiting yeah. for the invite. But yeah. All right. Let's get into let's get into wine, no? Yeah. Let's, let's do, it. do the wine. I'm all right, Chris. Your way. All right. Uh, I've got a Cap Sav, how unusual. It's called Red Knot. Um, must be good. It's got all these medals on it. Came from uh, Audi. The, uh, no, uh, no, dance. It's a dance. Yeah. Um, 2015 Cap Sav from the seller release. I bought two bottles, had a bottle the other week, and it's not a bad drop. Nice and full body. Um, it's from McLaren Vale. Um, not much more to say. Mm. Bought it in the vineyard, so it's a, it's a decent wine. Good enough. I have a 2015 as well. I have a, oh, I never get this right. Savannah Estate 2015 Shiraz. Savannah Estate's a Hunter Valley uh, wine label, but um, the grapes in this one have come from McLaren Vale and Mudgee. Um, these guys are just, in, just outside of Cessnock, just to the west of Cessnock when you first go in. Um, and Savannah is Savannah Peterson, who's a third generation of uh, Hunter Valley wine grass. So she's known the Beautiful. label after herself. It was a, the birthday party's over last night. Well, and truly ended it, but this was another birthday gift. So nice. <laughs> going through them. Everybody knows you like wine. <laughs> what about you, Lou? Um, so this one is a seller release. Um, it's Rosenthal Collector Chardonnay 2019. So it's actually a Western Australian fine wine. So it literally has not much information on the back, um, but uh, hand-picked, barrel-fermented, wild fermentation, five months. Several, so I don't know. I mean, it looks impressive. The bottle looks impressive. So I'm sure it tastes just as impressive. So we'll see. But it's, um, I don't know, Cam, you seem to be the Chardonnay king. So 2019, Western Australian. It was a good year, but it'll be a bit young. Okay, fair enough. But still, still, so that you know, because uh, Charlotte uh, has looked at all the points, even though it's not a competition week, your wine actually won this week. Ah. When it does not matter, well done. You just, you <laughs> what did you, mine was a 4.2. What did that rate? I have no idea. Actually, yours came second, okay? She, she actually beat you just by a point something, I think. Wow. Well, well. Well done. We should have done a bloody competition. Oh, I got a Pepper Jack 2013 Cap Nice. And I thought we all know Pepper Jack. So I, I did something a bit different today. I, I, I thought, hey, do you know what? Why don't I just study a little bit the, the area? And it actually comes from the, the north. It's about 77 Ks from uh, Adelaide. It's north uh, uh, west or east. And uh, actually, it's uh, close to a town that is called Angerston. And Angerston was actually we, one of the uh, last stop between Adelaide and uh, the, the north of the state. 
Oh. And so it was, uh, the town was, was started in uh, 50, what is it? Early 50s? No, not early 40s. But the winery, which is Saltram, started 16 years later. So you believe this. People just started town. They haven't had the time to even settle. Some guys would come around and start their own wineries. That's amazing. Yeah. I thought that, that, was, that was a good piece of history. So I, I opened it a bit earlier because 2013, I just wanted to give it about you know, 20 minutes at least or 30 minutes of breathing. So cheers, guys. Cheers. Oh, I'll just... To your new house, Lou. Well done. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Now that interest rates have gone up 0.85 of a percent, I just have to work out oh. how to <laughs> Just looked, I've just looked this wine 16.7%. That's why it smells like petrol. So <laughs> <laughs> it might not be here for long. Actually, it's a funny thing that you talk about at the uh, point eight. I think I'm the closest to the um, to the to uh, that rise. Yeah. Cam, I think a few podcasts ago, said that they will not move the interest rate, I think. Rubbish. And, uh, and Chris, it was lower. It was lower. So... I said I wouldn't. I didn't think they were going to do it before the election, but they were always going to do it. How mm. far? How high do you reckon you guys think they'll go? Uh, I think. Well, I said. I said. I think uh, we have to re-listen to the podcast. But uh, 0.75, I think I said. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so I'm already wrong. It's 0.85 now, as it is. I just wanted to get back to 18 percent, so everyone who goes back in my day, we used to pay 18 <laughs> percent. I got something to talk to them about. God, still hearing it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Knock it off. Paid fifty thousand dollars for your house. Knock it off. <laughs> well, but for the average, um, for the average uh, million dollar property, uh, with these two increase, that's eight thousand five hundred extra in repayment, mm -hmm. just on uh, interest only. Thanks for that, mate. So eight thousand five hundred. You know, I'm, 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 I asked some of the recruits that I run today, and I said. How many people do you reckon can just take out $700 a month out of their pay because now we have 0.85 increase? Mm. It's huge, you know? So I don't, see, I don't see them doing much more because they, they are going to create havoc. I mean, it's going to be great whatever it happens with real estate because people will have to sell. But I think for a lot of families, this is the start of arguing against each other because now we're spending money or we, we're not going on a holiday yeah yeah this is and, not good and it's not only just the extra in repayments it's the price of the cost of living that everybody's talking about as well i heard yesterday that in new zealand at the moment a watermelon is a hundred dollars like are you kidding watermelon like kfc and subway are now substituting lettuce with cabbage at like a mix mix 50 50 because the lettuce is ten dollars a lettuce at the moment yeah so they're talking this afternoon, cheese and butter is going to go through the roof. And Oh, that's it then. I quit. Cheese and butter go up on now. Watermelons. <laughs> they can have their watermelon. Next year they're going to say grapes are affected. If they touch cheese, I dead set driving myself to a cliff because that's all I eat. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, for <laughs> me, I, I'm feeling for these people like the elderly, for example, who are yeah. actually going to go to bed even earlier now because with winter, I, I mean... They don't have yeah. the money to pay for uh, electricity or gas. I mean, I'm not saying it's getting theirs yet, but it, it's going to be harder. It's getting close. Like I, I realised when they kept talking about the energy during the week, and I'd been putting off, I know we've only just moved house, but I've been putting off getting solar full stop for the last 
six or seven years. I'm like, yeah, no, bugger it, bugger it, bugger it. But this week I've gone, shit, we better start looking into it. And I can pretty much cover the roof of this house for 15 grand. Mm, and yeah. why not to pay a cent in electricity or anything like that? And I think one of the things, and it might be a topic for another day, but someone um, pointed out that they're blaming the war, they're blaming all sorts of stuff for energy prices going up. Someone pointed out that probably the real story is there's that many people converting to solar now that the electricity companies have still got to make a margin and the war's a convenient excuse for them to start lifting the rates to claw some of that money back. So. Mm. Mm -hmm. How is a wall? How is a wall going to affect our electricity bill? Because a lot of gas in the Ukraine. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, we put because we put so many um, all the sanctions we've put on Putin. A lot of them have to do with the energy stuff, and that. Fair enough. That's that's what they're using as an excuse to do it. But yeah, yeah. The banks don't miss a beat. I saw today they they, <laughs> they all obviously went the full half a percent, but only two of them raise their savings account interest yeah that's so, not ridiculous they're, they're uh yeah macquarie bank and ing have raised their savings account interest you can now get one and a half percent but they were all of them straight away taking the bumping the mortgages up mm. you can yeah. go on about that for years mate that's never going to change is it mm. Yeah. Well, let's introduce our subject, Chris. Thank you very much for coming up with that subject. It was a great subject. Yeah, all good, all good. It's four little words. Do goals, kill dreams. And uh, I think a little people might have been confused about the question, but it's quite simple. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's your explanation. <laughs> no, no, no. no it's so simple that he can't explain it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go into it just yet, but, but I think... Um, I think a lot of people look at the surface of that question and go, well, yes or no, but there is so much more to the answer than just a simple yes or no. And it, it's, it's going to be a good podcast, I think. Mm, absolutely. Uh, good or not, it's going to be up to us, all right? So, so, so what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about it then? Myself? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think goals kill dreams. I, I don't agree with the statement. So you um, know? Yeah, I, I, I think... Um, it goes a lot deeper than that. I think a lot of people probably don't don't set goals because they don't believe they can achieve them. But I don't I don't I don't believe it's that the goal itself that kills the dream. I think it's the the lack of knowledge on how to get to the destination and what they put in front of them. So look, a, a, a goal is a dream that's been put into action, basically, right? So then what, what are the steps we focus on? I think that's where a lot of people come unstuck. Yeah. That's my, that's my take on it. All right. What about you, Cam, Lou? I'll go first. Ah, <laughs> you. I know you. I'm not sure I got the brain power today to be jumping side, so I need to make... <laughs> 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 So I'm in no goals, don't kill dreams. So you're in the no side, yep. Yep. What about you, Lou? I think goals can kill dreams. Yeah, okay. Well, then I'm going to have to go on your side then for this week. So I just want to make sure we get you guys right. Let's <laughs> to the other side of the, uh, the level. You're in trouble, Cleo, if you got Lou on your side, mate. Let me... <laughs> no, we're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. Yeah, right. I'm not going to get a word in. 
Okay, so so how how do we define what's the difference between a goal and 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 a dream? Then I mean, I've heard I've heard now, Chris. Right. The dream is the dream is created by your mind. It's a vision. It's a it's an energy. It's an imagination. It can be anything at any time. It's something you can do while you're asleep or while you're awake. And it's 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 a it's not a tangible thing. It's it's something created by the mind. Whereas a goal is a destination that takes action to get to something that you are trying to achieve, but requires action. It's an action based thing. And so it's not created by the mind. The goal. Yeah. The the uh, the end result is is created by the mind, but the process to get to it is a is a tangible thing. It's a process that you actually have to take action to achieve. Don't kill me yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> His neurons aren't firing Can after last night. Can we still there? Can my argument. My argument. My argument is very simple. A you sounded like Lou then. I'm sorry, but you sounded no, like Louise. My argument. My argument is extremely simple. A, a dream can't be killed. How do you kill a dream? It's impossible to kill. So whether it's a goal killing it or something else, like you can't kill them. When you go to sleep at night, you're going to dream. You can't kill it. See? Unkillable. <laughs> I win. He's struggling today. I win. No, <laughs> dreams can't be killed. Yeah, okay. I was um, on the side of, yes, goals kill, can kill dreams. I was. And then I had an epiphany when I was walking out of the car. I'm like, hang on, dreams can't die. Unless you decide to turn them off in your own head, the dream lives on. Okay, what about you, uh, Lou? What do you think? What is I think the difference? The difference. Okay, so I think um, the difference, a, a dream is something that we do to build castles in the air, so to speak. We, we have a, a desire to reach, but a goal is, is the vehicle that we sort of use to achieve that dream if you like so if, therefore if you set the wrong goals to achieve that dream then you will kill your dream um so i think that's the difference similar to what cam said goals is action based where a dream is something you desire or, or work towards but a, a dream without action is a castle in the air basically i had it written down that's what you're all picking on me but i actually have it highlighted dreams are something you create in your mind that can take any shape or form or goals are based on taking action with goals, a lot of focus and attention is needed. Dreams, on the other hand, don't need that kind of focus. You can sit for hours in dreams without doing a single thing about it. Here you go. See, because he's too drunk, <laughs> he would just read it now so he can sleep the rest of the podcast, but it doesn't work that way, right? <laughs> for, for I don't know why he's sizing me up. What have I <laughs> Listen, Lou... Whenever we have to attack the other side, we always attack the weak weak point. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who's still recovering from uh, the state of origin is the side we have to hit. So this is easy, Mark, mate. It's like Thank Lou you. stumbling across a good Chardonnay, mate. There's no. <laughs> no oh, low blow, Ken. No honour no over someone who's already dead to you, mate. You're not. Gonna, no honour. But in state of origin, we also know the origin of his state. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm here. I win. You can't kill a dream. Thomas. You don't yeah. win, Lee. No, I, I personally think that dreams and goals are intertwined. And so there's a lot of people who are actually sitting right now thinking they have never achieved their dreams. There's plenty of people who actually 
uh, don't understand the difference between the difference between dreams and goals. They they actually they, they put them together, but they 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 may be interlinked, but they they not one. Otherwise, I always say this to people: if two words mean the same thing, one of them is redundant. So the two are very very different. And for me, goals they may make you happy in the moment when you get a goal of a new house you're happy for that moment and it may last a week may last a month i mean it all depends it is for some people it, it may last just the, the, the that moment when they sign the agreement or the contract where uh, where dreams i truly believe that they bring you fulfillment and so it's it's really about the definition we have i personally believe that goals lose their power so what so quite often you get a goal and quite often that power that it of excitement it gave you it's gone uh, over time but dreams it never goes away in many respect i believe that goals they have deadlines but dreams they don't have deadlines mm. so when you say i'm going to i'm going to have a goal to make sure that i'm financially free by the time i retire that's a goal but a, a, a dream if you don't reach it that's the deadline but dreams don't have deadlines mm. personally i also believe that goals have got expectations attached to them so when you set a goal these are certain things that you expect like when the two of you uh, set a goal to buy a house well these were some of the expectation that you wanted if you didn't have that if you didn't meet those expectations then you can be um disappointed dreams don't have expectation don't they need goals to be achieved Someone. uh not necessarily so that's the no. point that we're going to really uh, discuss today so now that i have that definition now we can start and here's my first point some goals therefore some goals are distractions and this is why a lot of people don't get to their dreams because they get distracted they get that goal and they didn't think and some goals just fall on your lap and you go, man, I, I didn't even believe I could get this. And then suddenly you start to veer away from your dreams. You, you had a set path of dreams and one goal after another, it takes you away. I've seen people who started a business of wanting to help others. And as they start to achieve, as they start to make great sales, mate, Helping others get disappeared. Now they want they, they they got this house. They want a bigger house. They want a bigger. They want more house, and it's never enough for them. And and I can tell you, as we discuss this topic here, that I have seen many people who want to embark on a a dream, and get lost very very quickly. The question wasn't can goals distract you from your dreams. It was do goals kill dreams. If they distract, they kill. No, the dream's still there. What are you talking about? No. What? So the dream of owning no. Disneyland disappears the minute you get distracted by a shiny new car? No, that dream's there. It's just further away. No. You've been opening statement, Thomas. You said goals lose power as they move along. They lose the power. They don't kill the dreams. Yeah, but I also oh, think I, well, I, never, so I, I never said that they would because of that they will kill. So your argument is meant to be goals killing You're on our side. So Lou, but you're by yourself, right? Thomas is on no, our no, side. No, 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 no. I think the problem with some goals is people set low goals and they set low expectations and they kid themselves and because people set what they know is achievable to satisfy a level of I did it. But yeah. 
that's the wrong thing because a lot of people, um, excuses at some point in our lives become habits. And, and, and that's the problem. Why a goal will kill a dream is because you'll always have that dream. But, <laughs> it can't but be no, you'll always have that dream, but that you'll never get it. You don't think it'll be fulfilled, but the dream's still there. Yeah, but it's still. We gotta we're gonna start because you guys are going into semantic. I can have mm -hmm. two thousand dreams and not achieve one. Yes. Right. So does that mean that all my dreams are there? Not necessarily. I think that right. if you dream, you have to get to your dream. You have to fulfill your dream. So don't tell me that the non the the okay, non fulfillment the non wait the non fulfillment to me means that the dream's gone. That's how I see it. Yeah. I, for sure, you know, people who have a dream of getting rid of disease in, 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 in Africa, the dream's there. But if they do things that are totally swaying away from that dream, to me, that dream's gone. They, they, they don't have you, that dream anymore. If you, right? a, if you fulfill a dream, it's no longer a dream, it's reality. Let's, oh, let's look at on, let's look it on your side of the fence for a while, guys. Let's, let's look at this. Why, why would someone feel that their dreams aren't achievable? They maybe have tried before and they get a little bit, they get resentment, maybe they become a bit cynical. The dream that goal setting doesn't work. I think I think people set poor goals or set a poor plan to achieve a goal with the we set goals to try and achieve our dreams, but the execution of achieving those goals or failing to achieve the goals along the way makes people give up on the dream. But that so, by definition remains a dream. But what's that, what's it the, remains the dream. The but dream the minute that you get from the dream, that dream is dead. Come on, yeah, what are we it's doing? It's still we a dream. Semantic. You're well, dreaming. The whole thing. You're dreaming, mate. You're dreaming. I, this is where I it. love. This is where I love the line. Goals do kill dreams or not. I mean, it's not whether the dream's still there. <laughs> you know, whether you don't want the car anymore, the car is still a car. I, I get it. The, if you even if you don't want a car, the car is still a car. But the question exactly. is not that. The I don't think it's the actual goal. We... And I don't, and to my point, it's not the goal that in if, if that's your definition of killing, which is clearly wrong, right? But let's let's play your game for a second. Saying to pick a dream, throw a dream out there for me, help me out. Chris quit smoking. Right. The dream. Yep. Now you've got to set a goal. I need to stop for 30 days. I need to stop for 60 days. I need to stop for until eventually of no longer a smoker. When you fail to reach the first 30 days, all of a sudden that dream of quitting smoking gets further and further away and you might give up. The goal of stopping for 30 days didn't kill the dream. You failing to achieve the goal killed, in your words, even though it's still alive, the dream. It's the, it's the failure to execute on your goals will stop no, you chasing the dream. Wrong already. I think that stop Smoking can't be a dream. <laughs> hey, can I just say, if you, if you, you guys, reduce, sorry, if reducing, if you're reducing, oh, I was, it's an example. If you're reducing the word dream down to just hang now, on, who's got, now, on. who's got semantics? Hang oh, on a second. It's not a dream. This is a dream. If something's alive, it can't be dead. Any of you guys, will any of you guys really have a smokers? Yeah. Okay. When you're lying in bed and you can hear yourself breathing, and I don't mean like your air is, your lungs are crackly from smoking too much, you fall asleep dreaming that you could quit. So I can tell you now, 
it's a it can be a bloody dream to quit smoking. Thank God I managed to quit, right? Yes. But correct. going on that, but going on that train of thought, every bloody New Year's Eve, people set goals to lose weight, to get a better job, to quit smoking, to not but, stop I, drinking. Hang on. And a lot of those are finished within a few months. The yeah. next New Year's Eve, let me finish. The next New Year's Eve, they're setting the same bloody dream, the goals. So the dream to do that, that action is there. I'll tell you what is missing. It is the intention, the daily intention to achieve that goal. So the actions, the habits they've got to put in place to achieve that goal, their dream is what they need to change. It's not the dream that dies and it's not the goal that dies. It's their intention stops them from achieving that. Okay, so the difference between a goal and a dream. So we can have a million dreams, okay? But goal is the action. Yeah, but we can have a million dreams. But if it's a dream we really, really want to achieve, we set goals to achieve that dream, yeah? Yep. Yeah? Okay. So if we make excuses that form habits that get in the way of us achieving our dream, does therefore the goal not kill our dream? It wasn't the goal that killed it. It was your failure to execute it. No. It I don't like setting goals, right? I don't like setting goals. You know why? Because I very rarely achieve them. But by not setting goals and very rarely achieving the goals I do set, I'm doing okay because I prefer to chase the dream and not have a clear path or, or barometers on how to get there. Right or wrong? can disagree. There's probably parts of Thomas's head that just exploded, but I don't. <laughs> and the reason I don't set goals, you know what? You know what? Not achieving goals for me has done. It stopped me setting goals, right? Not chasing the dream. The dream has been there the whole time. I just don't set goals to do it anymore, and haven't for forever and a day. Everything you just said, Lou, is 100% right, except for it wasn't the goal that was a problem. It was your failure to achieve it. I think that you guys are mixing dreams and goals together. That's the issue. No, no, we have the overall. Stop, stop smoking is not a dream. Well, you're going back oh, to right. smoking. I've got a dream of. Hello, hello. Pick so, anything, is, Thomas. Is this way? No. I think Cam is totally wrong by saying that, you know, the killing is that the dream is not dead. No, it's not because I don't want the car anymore that it explodes. It's no longer there. It, right? So I, I get that. The car is still there. But I don't want the car anymore. So that, that, dream, dream. that car is no longer what I want. So that dream is gone. It's it's killed for me. Now, for you, Chris, what is something to me, a dream is something that is so big that a thousand goals may not even fulfill. Right? And we and, and I thought that at the beginning, you guys started with something that says, well, a goal is so intrinsically so high that. And to me, a goal is something that really responds to your values. A goal is something that you set. We know about goals. It has to be personal. It has to be specific. It has to have a deadline. It has to be something tangible. And Dreams don't have to meet any of those four. You set it with the intent, the hope that you're going to achieve your dream. Why would you set, you set goals to chase a dream, yes or no? Or do you just dream about that wonderful life you want to have and then do nothing about it? Is that what we do? Oh. Right. You see the definition he has? He yeah. has a definition. You have dreams and then, no, you have a dream. And then, yes, you set goals to run, to chase that dream. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but when your goals, when your goals, you're not achieving those goals, right? You kill not achieving the goals. No, yeah, but it's not the goals that is the problem. It's you not achieving them. 
No, but it's not always. No, that's it's it's. You so are you are you achieving them, Cam? Are you achieving them? Sometimes we achieve certain things and then we sway away totally from what we originally was. Doesn't kill the dream. Anything. Distraction I, is not death. Distraction is not death. No, what you're saying in that, up. Thomas? Thomas, what you're saying in that? If you have if you have a dream, and you convert that into a goal, and you achieve that goal. You're saying that now we've killed that dream. No, we've achieved no, that dream. That's not what he's saying. We've, that's not what he's saying. But then, no, no. Well, then once we achieve that dream, we sway off to something else and change our path. No, he didn't say that. He said once you achieve the goal, you sway off the dream. So, of course, your dream's got to change because you just achieved it. No, 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 no. no, no. Why, would, why would you? Why would you, stop, why would you stop smoking? Why would you have that goal of stopping smoking? Because the dream health. is to stay alive. Right? For health. For health, uh, so so what do you mean by that in terms of health? Because you know it's going to kill you. you now it's going to get cancer. You know you're going to you could die from it. Right. So, but talk to me about health, not not lack of health. So, what is it about health that is pushing you towards? I'm going to live longer. I want to see my kids get married. I want to see my grandkids. Yeah. Those are dreams. Yeah. The but quick gotta... smoking is a goal in order to achieve some of those stuff. Okay. But I don't have the dream of quitting smoking anymore because I've achieved that. So then my next goal is to be healthy. Now, you reduce, but... now you're reducing dream to a state of mind when you no. when your brain is in a certain state level. That's the No, you've achieved if what... you achieve a goal, I... you've got to move on to the next one. What's happened? Restricting the word dream to something that you do no, when you yeah, close so your eyes. He's trying to use semantics against us, but he's still focused on this smoking thing. What's clearly happened here is Thomas was lined up hoping to be that no goals don't kill dreams, and we've made him switch because his arguments are weak and not making a lot of sense. That's no. right. No, I, I think that I, I just I, want to I, ask a quick question. Problem. I have no problem discussing this. Point, I, I right? agree, but I, I agree think with we're going to have to really agree on certain things first. What's the difference between a dream? And this is why I started podcasts. What's the difference between a dream and a goal? And Agreed. then what, we're going to have to now determine what is the term kill? Because for me, for sure, if you're looking at the strictest term, how do you kill a dream? Yeah. But if you don't, but if if the, the dream that you had is what you're after and you're no longer going after, I give you an example. My father lost his country, goes to Belgium in 1975. That's dream. I want to be able to bring as many Vietnamese to Belgium as possible because of the war. And I I will just try to bring only families with children, but I'm going to bring as many people as possible. That's a dream. When he's, but so to bring one family that has six kids, that was a goal. Yes. And, but at some stage, I've seen my father relinquish the dream. Because at one stage, he realized he can't really do all of that because there was something missing. And the missing link was that he didn't have enough cash nor the relationship to make that happen. Right. There was was so, dream many, dead. So, so, he, so his dream was dead. Because he didn't meet his goals to do it, not the goal itself. So, goal so of, the, the, dream, the dream was dead. The goal, right? I, Thomas, everything you said to Chris about... And you, and you can off. see it. when a So dream do not die per se. Like I told you, because I don't want the car anymore, the car doesn't explode. But mm. because I relinquish my pursuit of it, 
I believe that that's when that dream is dead. Okay. Now, I am the, the, I am really believe uh, a believer that some of our goals and some of our goals actually do kill our dreams. For example, if I agree with what Louis said, if our goals too small, we do. I believe that one of the reasons Dad's goal was dead was that many, many of his goals were too small. Mm -hmm. He should have gone to way bigger goals because then his dream could have happened. He he was actually gone. He actually gone quite far, but he didn't believe in himself enough. So if you don't have enough self-esteem, you go for goals that are actually only at the level of your self-esteem. At yeah. that level, you don't the, whatever goals you reach. So he did get like six, seven families over here, but that that was not meeting it. He didn't believe in it, and his dream died. It wasn't the goal that killed it, though. It was the wrong goal. It was the wrong execution of the wrong goal, not nope. the goal itself. I agree with what you, everything you said to Chris about smoking and life being the real dream is 100% right. Quitting smoking is the goal to help you achieve the dream of a longer life. That can't possibly kill that dream, but failing to achieve that goal of quitting smoking might because you don't do it. So the goal itself, quit smoking because it's going to help me live longer. You probably... How can no, that possibly? How can that possibly kill your dream of can, living a longer life by setting that goal? Your dad's well, goals might have been too small, Thomas, but that's not the goal's fault. It's the person setting it, right? No, lack no, of execution I, to do it. it I is. think in his dad's situation, in his dad's case, the goal. What a cop out! For sure, goals are set by someone. That's not a cop out. We're saying goals are doing all the damage here, no. No, but they are. His goal was no. to get as many people to Belgium as no. he could. No. The goal of quitting no. smoking cannot have a no. one yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that you can discuss with a guy who doesn't get it. Goals don't just fall off the sky. Someone uh, has to set the goals. Uh, yeah. Someone has to take the ownership of the goals. He feels the goal just just fall. Yeah, so the goal of putting smoking kills no, your dream of a longer no, life. Yeah. No, no. I listen. Listen. I, goals goals are black and white, right? Goals are either you do or you don't. True, yes or no. Either goals you achieve your goal or you don't achieve your goal. True or not? Well, well obviously. You ask two very two, you ask two very different questions. Goals you question. either do or goals you don't do. Go, and then goals, you ask no. goals, goals, you goals are black and white. Or you don't achieve them. Which one are you asking? Goals, you either achieve them or you don't achieve them. Yes or no? They're black and white. Correct. Okay. Dreams are in intangible. And we have, like you said before, thousands of dreams. The difference between one and the other is putting it into action. So the steps to get to from your dream to an action to achieving it is what the action you take place in between that. If you That's don't put the proper have. action in place, you don't achieve your goal. Yes. Your, dream, your, dream is still, your dream is still alive at the end of the day. And you may think at the end of the day, you may think 80 years, 90 years old, I didn't achieve that, doesn't mean the dream's gone. Doesn't mean that dream is has moved away. Just because you right. can't achieve, achieve it, doesn't mean the dream's gone. Right. We, we, we can disagree on whatever it is. So let's, let's now, I'm going to start now moving towards real estate. A young kid starts has an opportunity of taking an ownership into a business. And things get a little bit difficult. He achieves some goal, he doesn't achieve other goals and he, he starts traveling a little bit with COVID, he's got a bit of time, he travels a little bit. 
And he goes to a certain place and he sees, oh, gee, they got such an easier life and I'm struggling doing what I'm doing. So now he gets into a chat with someone who says, mate, why don't you just come over here? I've got work for you. If you come over here, work, you start straight away. So he goes, oh, I could actually do this. I can actually achieve this goal of now traveling with my new wife and go to places and, and do certain things. And what he doesn't realize, his dream of having his own independence, of setting his own business that was going to really give him two things, which is freedom of time and freedom of money, finance, is now gone. Why? Because he's now embracing that goal of going over there to take on the job because it's a, he's escaping from some of his pain here. And that's what I believe that some of the goals that you achieve do actually kill yeah. the dreams you had. Exactly. And exactly on that point, sometimes it's the excuses, excuses that push our goals and our dreams further away that eventually will kill them because it's, it's easier to, it's easier to um, shoot for something, you know, you're going to hit than to shoot for something that, you know, you've got to work for or, or, or dig deep of yourself. So I think going back to the goals, it's setting goals that are uh, below average or, you know, that you, you know, you can achieve. They're not pushing you. They're not excelling you. They're not getting you to where you eventually want to go. And so in that instance, I think, and I don't know the circumstances, but I think, you know, the, the dream is gone because, you know, it, it, it the grass is greener and the excuses come up. So How is the dream gone? Kid, kid, kid dreams of an independent, better life. Someone goes, here's a way I can give you an independent and a better life. Whether that information's right or wrong, he's still chasing that dream. But is he? That dream isn't dead. Yeah, no, to, is him, he? to him. To him it is. Him it is. Huh. But, well, but if he was, why wouldn't he have yeah. stuck at what he was doing? Because he's everything you're talking about is the actual Here's a question then for you. Like the number of people who get into real estate. The first day you ask them, what's your dream? Oh, I, I, I just want to create a, a, an easy life for my family. He just wants to help. I just want to, I just want to provide. I, I just want to get to a level where I can be my my own boss and really provide for my whole family. I don't want my wife to work. At, how many of them actually quit that? Lots. How's that, what, how's that, what, what goal? How is that a goal problem? Sorry, I was just having a, an ambulance. Yeah, no, no, I understand, I understand. So, how, is that a goal? how does so, a goal create that? Either they, either they have achieved many of their goals and their first goal is, I need to get my first quarter and, and make money. Or they're setting the wrong ones. They could be setting the wrong one, absolutely, right? And this, the wrong one is, is there. The number of people who say, yeah, I want to work hard and at 5.30 they home. So these, these are the wrong ones, but there's people who are setting goals and they're not getting it. So I still don't understand how a guy or a lady can set a goal in real estate. I'm going to make $100,000 this quarter not get it and then walk. So then I see people who get a goal, which is I want, I, 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 along the way of building my own wealth, I want to have this. And it's, it gets hard, competition talks to them and say, mate, come over here. I can achieve some of your goals. I'll give you some money to buy a house. Mm -hmm. So he, and he goes and he leaves. 
only only to regret afterwards because now he didn't understand it. That was what we call the hand, golden handcuffs. He's now around a rat bag, someone who's taking advantage of him. Yeah, he might have a deposit for a house, but he's lost everything else. And this is why I believe sometimes some goals do kill dreams. So see your first example. How did setting a goal of achieving $100,000 for a quarter kill that person's dream? They didn't make the 100,000 and they left, but how was setting the goal of $100,000 quarter the problem? We're saying the goal kills the dream. Yeah. You're saying the goal kills the dream, not whether they achieve it or not, the goal. So yeah. he sets it and his leader and whoever helped him set that goal of $100,000 a quarter, how has setting that goal killed his dream? Now, we, now we're talking setting. We're talking just goal. Is, is, is the line very clear? The line no, is, the goal, yeah. So how goals, about the goal of $100,000 a quarter? No, you know what I'm saying, mate. Stop trying to twist the word. Who goals he kill sets a goal. He sets a goal of $100,000. So we now gone from achieving the goals so to the setting goal. the goals. No, do are we blaming the goal or we blame the person who left? No, let, let me answer. Let me answer. I I I've just finished a recruit session where I told one of the boys, "Can you do me a favor? Do not set the goal of fighting your girlfriend. You don't have to compete with your girlfriend and prove it to her that you're good. Because I could see they're on different path. They." She, she's got that kind of uh, flair, natural. He is going to go through like I've done, which is the hard work to get there. So they different path. You don't just take a, a, a four-wheel drive and put it against a, a Formula One. You take the Formula One as fast as it, it, it can be. You put it in four-wheel drive terrain, it's not going to go anywhere. And so sometimes setting even the wrong goal yeah. just destroy your dream. Absolutely. It happens all the time. And this is why I said to him, Focus on your own race. Learn to know what you're made. Are you a Formula One? Are you a four-wheel drive? Even setting. But the, the, the question is very simple. Goals, do they kill dreams? Now we can talk about setting goals. Setting the wrong goals actually will kill. And I thought we were talking about goals as goal. Achieving goals. Absolutely. Achieving goals can kill dreams. This is why some of I our people... Know. I, I, know what, I know how you've twisted what I said. I'm not getting into... Achieving or not achieving, you said guy sets you said a goal. Set, you said guy sets a goal of a hundred thousand. Guy sets a goal of your your story. I'm just repeating your story too. The guy has a goal of a hundred thousand dollar quarter. He doesn't get it. He leaves real estate. Mm -hmm. Was it the goal of a hundred thousand dollar quarter that killed his dream of real estate, or was it him leaving because he didn't get it? I know what the answer is. It had nothing to do with the goal of a hundred thousand dollar quarter. Yeah. No, but but how does it not have anything to do with the goal, Cam? Because the goal well, is what I'll he set out to achieve. No, the, the goal is what he set out to achieve. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Let me finish. No, no, let me finish. He set out to achieve a goal of a hundred thousand. He didn't achieve it. His dreams killed. Why didn't he achieve it? Because instead of setting measurable targets that were tangible with a deadline, he probably set excuses. And so he's 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 going like, back to the same stuff, Lou. Right, people. We know people are full of excuses. That's not the goal's fault. Because well, how the is it? Statement is if you well, leave real estate because you fail on a quarter, right? So, so why is it the same run? guy? The same guy changes real estate agents, changes agencies, and then achieves his goal. But you so can't. The guy has the this guy sets the goal in one agency. Let's say he's working with an agency, not one agency, an agency. <laughs> he sets that goal. And he doesn't achieve it. 
Someone baits him to go to another agency. They support him. They show him how it's done. They show him how to achieve his goal. He achieves his $100,000 in the quarter. Now his goal is his dream is achieved. So was it the action that he took from setting the goal to achieving the goal, having the dream? Or was it the association he had at the other agency? But we're not talking about association, Chris. We're talking about does goals... We are, because you're telling me it's black and white that you either achieve or you don't achieve. He achieved it. It was just delayed, but he took another road to get there. The no, goal wasn't a problem. No, There's nothing wrong with having a goal of 100 a quarter. You created the podcast topic, Chris, and what was it in four words? You said it, four friggin' words. Do goals kill dreams? No, they well, don't. Well, you can get as angry as you want, but all you've got to do is come up with an argument that makes sense. No. That's all. You don't have to get upset. Well, I think I think that we've made sense like from the beginning, Lou, but right now we have, Ken, they, we have. Have, they have gone into giving a goal and a dream just a life on its own. Listen, both goals and dreams are done yeah. by someone, right? They're done by us, okay? We yeah. said dreams, we said goals. Yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Dreams and goals are not entities that just like stars. They don't just come up and then they... they That's obvious. Yes, of course. Thomas, you've given not one so, bit of evidence so, as to how so, $100,000 goal killed his real estate career. None. So if, if, if in English we say, that's killed my dream, what does it mean? Mm. When, some, when I say something's killed my dream, what does it mean? It means the dream's over. No, 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 don't, don't answer. You're on my side. <laughs> You're going back to an argument we were having 20 minutes I'm, ago, I'm, mate. Answer the question. How did 100 I'm, ask, I'm asking you to, to tell right. me when I say what I've done has killed my dream, what does that mean? You're soft. You give up too easy. In your head, in your head, that's killed your dream. No, I'm asking you. So when I say I have done something that's killed my dream, what does that mean? Means you're not going to my action that. has killed my dream. I'm sorry, you, you speak at the same time. So if my action has killed my dream. My action had, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean it's killed my dream? Because earlier, dream. big dude next to you said, Dreams can't be killed. Now you just say that my actions kill my dream. So, what, what, what? That's your words. Hang on, I just repeat. Listen, if we replay the podcast, he said, All right. So, Thomas, if you tell me another way, I'm, I'm going to ask you when I say what I've done there has killed my dream, what does that mean? It means you, you believe. Go on, Ken. It means he's given up on his dream. That's what it means, right? means you've given up on your dream. You can't see it happening, so you've given up on it. But then I say to you the next day, the next hour, the next minute, if you could do it, would you still want to? Oh, absolutely. It was always a dream. Your dream is still alive for one. It's still there. It's not you've given up. So when we're talking about killing dreams, is that you've given up, you said. But how did set so how did having a goal of a hundred thousand dollar quarter kill the dream? Absolutely, absolutely. Because this is why we have leadership and management in our system, is that a great leader will sit down and go, hey, let's start, you know, every every run, every runner, start with a small step, okay? So start small. Why don't we just aim now to just make a few thousand dollars in commission? And then afterwards, we can go for a next step. And afterwards, we can go for a next step. And I think that it takes a leader to really help you make your dreams real. Or goals so was it the, was attainable. Was it the goal that killed the dream or the leader? Come on, oh, baby. Come on.
Come on, baby. I'll ask you this. A Formula One driver is driving, uh, driving a, a, a great car, but he doesn't win a Formula One. He doesn't win a world championship. He changes team. He's dreams to win a, a championship. He changes team, and all of a sudden he's winning championships. His goal, his goal is to win a championship. His goal is to win a championship. And he's he's with one he's with one co company he's with one um, team, and he can't win. He can't win. He's trying his best. He can't win. He gets taken to another, let's say, Red Bull, and all of a sudden he starts winning championships and he wins the world title. Was it the actions that he was taking during that time and the association that he was with? Got him. His goal. Got him his goal. Yeah. He got him his goal, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. So, it's, you know, it, it gets semantic. Mate, many a kid lies in bed dreaming of being a world championship racing car driver. <laughs> I've got one of those in my house. So you yeah, can't no, say that, that's a goal. But I he guess. got his goal. But that, but yeah, what, what does he have? What does, what did, I don't understand what you just, just said. No, because you changed it's got nothing dream to, to goal, with which ruined his argument. You changed dream to goal, which ruined his argument. You can dream <laughs> to <laughs> You did. You go, oh no, being the champion is the goal, not a dream. Right, so all of a sudden he's he dreamt of being a champion. I, I can see. How many, how, how many people? How many people do you actually think achieve their dreams? Because I think a lot of people, if they set the right goals and they take specific action that is measurable, tangible, has a deadline, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I think a lot of people, if they take the right action, will achieve their their goal. Action, Chris. Action. Oh, no, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. A lot of people that will set those smart goals will achieve their goals but a goal is different to a dream it is they are in but it but we're not, a dream is, we're not no, no no I'm, I'm you're not letting me finish you morons it oh, a goal God, is different to a dream how many people achieve their dreams because I, I think there's a lot of people that probably achieve their goals but how many people achieve their dreams that's not the question it's and I don't care what the question is I'm asking well, how many people are we doing on the podcast if you don't care what the question is Cam, if you let me finish, you'll see where I'm going. If you let me finish, you'll see where I'm going. If you let me finish, you'll see where I'm going. So, I think you know where you're going. At the beginning, I put the uh, my definition that really uh, goals can make you happy for a little while. Uh, dreams really bring you fulfillment. That's right. That's right. And and I think there's enormous amount of people in uh, on this planet who actually go to their deathbed without fulfillment. Exactly. Therefore, to me, my question. There, there, there's a lot of people who have been chasing dreams. And yeah. I love the one who still pursued dreams until their last breath. Mm -hmm. But there's also an, an enormous amount of people who actually don't chase dreams, have given up on their dreams. And to me, given up on your dreams, you kill your dreams. So the, this is my simple definition, right? So I, I think that what we are doing for the moment is probably not very productive because we're really trying for the yes or the no. I think that what we really ought to really start discussing, and a lot of people that I've been talking to, they, they want to know what's the correlation between dreams and goals rather than semantic of yes, if, fair if, if I'm abandoning, you know, is it not dead, you know? But I, so I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say probably right now that this discussion we never finish. If we're going to keep on going like this until tomorrow, we're going to discuss on that. I personally believe that there's a lot of people who don't get their goals because they don't believe in themselves. 
And, and the first key is to believe in yourself. You don't believe in yourself. The goals that you're going to chase are very small. And, and, and if you don't believe in yourself and you, only, and you don't believe you're good enough, you're going to try and do whatever it takes just to be good enough. Therefore, you're only going to try and fulfill and achieve small goals. And small goals are very small steps towards your, your dreams. And, and, and I think this is what people need to really understand. There's a lot of real estate agents now that are listening to what we're saying right now. And I've said to them, you have to set goals every single quarter. But you're going to have to have a much bigger dream. For example, if, if you have a dream that is so big, it doesn't really matter how many times you fail because you're going to be resilient enough to just get back up. You could actually fail most of your goals and still achieve your dream. You know? Just, and, 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 and I think that this, this is probably where we really need to bring it. Right now, we just spent 45 minutes. I'm very sorry. That, that we're spending 45 minutes trying to just get semantics. It's, it's not the point. So I, I go back again and, and really look at that. Why, why would dreams be killed by goals? Let's, let's have a look at this. When are dreams being killed by goals? Mm. So we said already, self-esteem, small goals. Yeah. I think yeah. you answered the question there, Thomas. And it, it, there's no semantics about it. Self-belief will kill way more dreams than goals ever will. Yeah. Self-belief. But that self-belief will come from a few places. Away, you know, but no, I, I don't believe it's just self-belief, Cam. I'm, I'm sorry, Chris, you were saying. You, you said with, with poor self-belief. I, I don't believe it's just that. Here's another thing. I, I truly believe that uh, dreams are killed because um, we don't put efforts into goals towards the dream. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's not just self-esteem. It's it's a lot of people want to be this, want to be that. They get into real estate, and I see it. I mean, I have trained thousands of people as I know now. They are not willing to put the effort. Mm. And so I have to say, hold on. First of all, is your dream really a dream? And are your goals close to a dream? Then closer to a dream, but the other different kind of dreams, the ones that you do when you close your eyes and go to sleep, right? Then goals themselves. So I think that lack of effort also will kill goals and consequently will kill dreams. We've mm. spoken before though, and, and I think Louise wanted to use it as a topic for last week, but some people aren't goal chasers, T.O., you know this. Some people have to have it and then work to pay for it. And uh, I put my hand up on one of those people. Once I've got it, I work like hell to keep it but you stick a carrot too far out in front of me that isn't a beer, then I probably won't chase it as hard. So it's in, in not, get, not understanding who you are and what drives you is going to kill the dream. Right? There's no good setting goals if you're not a goal chaser, but get the goal. The goal's a house, buy the house, and then work your ass off to pay for the house. Do you, do you know what I think is probably one of the biggest things that gets in the way of goals? Um, I think fear of failure. Um, is a big reason um, people are afraid to start working on something that actually matters um, because you know if you think you're going to do a lousy job you're likely to feel less motivated to even get started and I think if from previous experience and lived experience if you perceive failure to always be a something or or um, helplessness or whatever I think what you see is what you get, you know? And so I think there's a lot that on that whole self-belief 
sphere, if you like, or umbrella term is a lot of the reason why we don't get started. We procrastinate and um, yeah, it's, it's the self holding back, I think. I think it also can be learned. I, I think the, the, the belief that you, you can't achieve goals is something that you probably an environmental thing that you grow up in as well. Um, you're not saying, you know, I'm going to do this, parents saying I'm going to do this, going to do that and, and not achieving it. Firstly and secondly is, uh, again, environmental with your association and, and those you, you, who you hang around. I mean, there's an old saying, it's, it's hard, to soar, hard to soar like an eagle when you're surrounded by turkeys. Mm -hmm. So I think you've got to be very mindful of your association. Mm -hmm. um, I think the last thing, and I think the majority of people just don't know the, the basics of the how to achieve a goal that you know said you know we talk about smart goals spend some time and google the bloody thing people just work out and it wasn't until this podcast that i found out a, quite a few things i found a fantastic article from a magazine about goal setting and successful people and what their intention is and so forth which was changed the way i look at it mm. I, I think people need to spend the time on themselves to allow themselves to achieve those goals to yep. learn it exactly and i think a lot of what we've learned over the years in our seminars and whatever else is we talk about setting smart goals something that's specific um and i think that's the problem like we try and get our people to say okay it's okay to have a goal to buy a car but what kind of car what color how much do you want to pay for it when by what date this year are you buying that car it has to be measurable it has to be also achievable i think a lot of people set a lot of unrealistic goals that just aren't achievable when someone says to you my goal is to make my husband happy like are you serious how do you make someone else's someone else happy that's not a goal that's out of your control and i think that's a big thing that we've got to be looking at as well or people need to look at it needs to be relevant it's not personal Exactly. Um, and it needs to have a time frame. If, 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 you, if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter where you go, does it? So I think it, you need to have a, a target. You need to know what you're shooting for because, um, you know, it, it's easy to say, I would like a new car. I want to lose 10 kilos. I want a new house. But if you don't know when and how much and by what date and by what exercises do I have to do to do that etc it's too easy to make excuses and we know excuses push our dreams and our goals into the distance and unachievable I mean uh, listen we don't have to go very far uh, all right I, even in studying Wiseberry Vernick's dream and my dream was to create a network that was totally different a, a network that would make a difference to, in people's life and bring to people and clients a totally different view, not only of real estate, but also to enjoy life to its fullest. And, and, and now I understand why I had to be the bone marrow donor when my brother had leukemia. But I have to say that there was a time when, yes, I have achieved certain goals, certain number of offices by when and all, but then I almost lost touch with my dream. At one stage, I start to focus on the numbers and I start to have problems and I start to attract people who are just in there, just in it for themselves, just in it to just try to get the quick back and, and get their own thing going. And I have to say <clears throat> a few times, if it wasn't for me sitting down and rethinking afterwards, I probably was going to walk away from that dream because 
I almost got conquered by the fact that it is impossible to create that dream of having a family real estate agent, someone who cares about you like a family doctor. And so some of those goals I have achieved in real estate with the franchises, I have to say, almost kill my dream. Right? It's now, but when I say almost, I also have to be realistic. I'm getting older by the day. The energy that I had 20 years ago when I, when I started taking these kind of things, it's not the same energy I have today. And so, and, and not only the energy, but when you're starting to go to more funerals and you go to wedding, there is also another message that maybe life is that short that you're going to have to start seeing maybe more important things. And so suddenly your goal started to take a very different kind of color. You, and you sit there, you go, hold on. Am I now chasing a white ghost or whatever you say? So that's when the dream's becoming a bigger dream. And, and, and I have to sit down now here. And I, if there was one wish I'd had was the wish of having more wisdom, knowing which goal to chase. Because some of those goals, I have to say, have affected my dreams. Mm. Absolutely. You're never going to get it right 100% of the time, though, mate. That's what. That's why hindsight is hindsight. You yeah. don't know at the time that the goal you're chasing is the wrong goal. And I don't, I don't want to respark the whole argument, but that just right there is proof in itself. Chasing the wrong dream nearly, uh, chasing the wrong goal nearly killed a dream. Yeah, but now you introduced the word nearly. <laughs> Come on. You shouldn't have gone back there, mate. You just. <laughs> Because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't kill no, the dream. A lot of wisdom like, comes from experience, I tell you, all right? So I just, wanted, I just wanted to finish your point. Because yeah. wisdom comes from experience, yes? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. So you weren't to know and people aren't to know. And then association, all that stuff comes into it. But your parents have all the wisdom in the world when you're a child because they've been there and done it. How often do you listen to them? Mm. Not often. And and the greatest wisdom probably comes from doing it the wrong way. Do you reckon you would have had the same way? If you got all your guesses right and followed the exact right path and didn't, you know, snakes and ladders, you only hit ladders and didn't hit one snake, would you be anywhere near as wise as you are today? I'm not saying you are wise, don't get your head bigger than it already is, but you couldn't have anything you have now with it. <laughs> <laughs> No, and, that, and when I say you, I mean all of us, anyone. You couldn't have what you have now if you hadn't done what you've done. Right? Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to tell that story unless you've taken a wrong path. So, but, you know, com not complaining, but whining about it and saying, oh, I nearly killed my dreams, woe is me. You're much better for the journey. And you would admit that if we weren't arguing about it. So it didn't kill your dream. It enhanced your dreams and enhanced your ability to actually achieve it because... You now know a few trapdoors not to fall down. On that, you know what? On that train of thought, you know, we, often we speak about the elderly, and, and, and there's um, interviews. I was just talking about Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> he's good at the low blows, isn't he? <laughs> oh, he's quick with them. I know he's not very uh, keen on that uh, Shiraz that he's drinking. That's he beautiful, it. mate. I'm just talking. <laughs> alcohol level. He's back there. He's back there. He's getting well, so, so what I was getting at is, like, the elderly elderly often say that, you know, they, they look back on their lives and they haven't taken enough chances or enough risk. Mm. And that's one of the things they regret. Mm. But 
with risk becomes it comes experience. And you know what? Whether you're setting a goal and don't achieve it or you do achieve it, you get experience. And that experience is what life's about. At the end of the day, don't, you know, don't leave this world with a what if. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You know, what if I didn't have 42 beers at the state of origin? You know, yeah. Whatever it may be, you know, so. Yeah. No, but I'm talking, I mean, I'm, I just finished recruit training. So I'm spending a lot of time with uh, today with newcomers. And, and I have to say, it's the same thing for young kids now coming into the workforce now or starting their own professional life. How are they thinking? And, and what about, I, I really say to them, first start with your dream. And then be very careful about the goals that you chase because really some goals will distract you and take you somewhere else, right? Like some, the goals of, I need to earn this now and then next year I have to earn more and next year I have to get more. It's possible, but that earning a lot more may make you, may turn you into a bounty hunter and you now chase the way into this company and that company and this company and then you totally uh, disappear. I probably would never be here doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for spending one year as a sales manager on zero extra income. When my leader said to me, all right, I'm going to take you as a apprentice manager. I'm not going to pay you anymore. You still have to go out there and, and, and be a salesperson. I didn't say, oh, that's not fair. I, the, in my goals, I had to, no, I just went, you know what? I'm going to make my, turn myself into such a piece, nice, beautiful piece of furniture that you can't do without me at some stage. Mm -hmm. So I took that time and studied and studied and grew myself and did stuff. And I think that that's one of the, the advice that I really like to give those young guys. Don't come in here and set a goal of I'm going to earn this by that time. If I don't earn this by that time, I either leave or look for a better place or, or I'm going to have to get a a uh, what is it a pay rise without hard work no yeah. just focus on you having one single goal be better yeah because if you're better the rest will follow mm. Mm. absolutely absolutely but also be measurable and um achievable i think some people go wrong by setting such unrealistic goals you yes. know a new person comes in and says i'm going to earn i'm going to do what you guys do and or well you know like cam i'm going to earn 500 grand in a quarter like are you serious you haven't even been in the industry like you've got to set measurable because that's what happens people don't achieve their goal that distracts them from or or, or that um destroys their motivation or their self-belief or whatever and so therefore their dream of being in the industry is gone you know because they didn't happens all the time exactly it happened all the time exactly the time you recruit a brand new person she yeah. goes i'm giving myself a year to get that if i don't I, i'm out happens all the time I, exactly. you know we see it it happens and yeah. so some goals really destroy that dream so now Absolutely. now you have to pursue something else exactly so the the goal itself needs to be relevant to your level of experience and also to and measurable like it doesn't have to be and I think a goal is something that needs checkpoints along the way as well like you can't just say in nine months I'm going to achieve this goal and for nine months hope that everything you're doing is is going to achieve that goal you need to have checkpoints along the way and have I done this by this time yes I'm still on the way have I I've achieved that by that yep I'm still on the way so you, you're working towards that goal because 
if you don't have those checkpoints, it's too easy to get distracted and create excuses. And as I keep saying, like a broken record, excuses will push you further away or your goals and dreams further away. I think that's a, a big thing that people need to understand as well. Like if you set out to lose 50 kilos and not focus on achieving your goal until you've lost the 50th kilo, that's a long slog. That could take someone two years. But if you said every two, every two kilos, I'm going to celebrate, you are going to most likely achieve that goal because you've celebrated along the way. But here's my question, guys. What, what, what if then people listening to this go, well, then stuff, stuff uh, dreams. Just go for goals because goals seems to be concrete stuff you achieve. Goals seems to be like that new house that you'll get, more house that you'll get, and more money in the bank account. Forget the dream. Mm. Your, your goals are your action. Your, your goals are your dreams put into reality. It's, that's all it is. It's, it's you're focusing on it on the tangible from the intangible. Mm. That's all it is. Mm. Goals are your GPS to get your dream. Yes. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. Still, if you put the wrong petrol in the car, it wouldn't matter what the goal is, you're not going to get there. Right. Right. I also, I also think for me personally, I think, sorry, I think when we talk about dreams, yes, we can have many dreams, but from my own experience, I think I have one dream that covers overall that I set my goals around to achieve, if that makes sense. So you know, you can you can dream to be many things, but I think if you have one specific or not specific, one blanket dream, I suppose, that's, and again, I'm just speaking from my own experience, you know, I think people possibly would look at it like that as well. You can have a million dreams, but I think there's, you don't chase a million dreams. It's not possible to chase a million dreams. You have one dream that probably drives you and you set goals around that to achieve it. Who says you have to have a dream? No one. Who says you have to set goals? Like you said, Cam, you 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 chase the dream. You don't worry about the goals. You go from A to Z and you work out how you're going to sort everything else backwards from there. Nothing and that's nothing. No dream at all. I'm a little bit the same. I have to be honest. I'm a little bit the same. I I, I sort of I jump and then work it out, sort it out after that. But some people are different. Some people need to pick off along the way achieving certain things. Um, or they won't. Like the GPS for the they, car to get where we're going. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. Lou, dreams are like GPS destination and, <laughs> and goals like headlights in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Show you 50 meters at a time. Yeah. Em is the only guy that goes around life without either of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I have a dream, but I'm just saying it. We're, we're putting a lot of pressure on people. We're putting a lot of pressure on people. Putting a lot of pressure on people here to have a dream. Some people don't know who they are or what they want to be, and you can't know what you want to be if you don't know who you are to begin with. You don't have to have a dream. If you don't know who you are and what you want to be, how can you set goals? You don't have to set goals, right? And you don't have to have a dream. But but if there is somewhere you want to be in life, it apparently it can help set goals to get there if you listen to these two, and then heaven forbid you choose the wrong one because then your dream's just going to be ended like that, gone. Unfortunately, that isn't real. That isn't oh. how life actually works. And You're actually starting to make sense. You, you sound if like you stuff up, and you know, I'm so proud of myself because normally there's, there's an F-bomb coming there. <laughs> if you stuff up, it doesn't have to be the end of your dream. And anyone who tells you it does needs to come and have a conversation. Yes, okay, so, so it is okay to live without dream. I mean, there's a lot of people who live on survival. Therefore, mm -hmm. you know, there's 
I will go even survival a dream. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. You know, but if, if you don't mix the two words together, well, then if they don't live without a dream, it's fine. So, so this is why I asked that question. Is it possible to live without a dream? And obviously we have some answers already. It is not possible to live without a goal, right? Mm. Uh, and, and, and goals are the small little things that bring us a little bit of happiness. Disagree. Disagree. Hundred percent, mate. You see the you see the majority. Listen, you see the majority, and this isn't trying. Ken, I was not going to put I was not going to put you down, but I'm now going to have to, right? Okay. okay. You and I, we have discussed for many many months about you looking to buy a new house. So don't tell me you had never had a goal. No, I'm not saying I haven't. But that, mate, but you know what, mate? My dream. But earlier, actually, earlier, earlier, you actually, said. It's earlier, you more. said you live without goals. No, but no, that's what, no, no, but you're don't say that. You're, everyone, no, you're, every listen. one of us has got a goal. No, they don't. Because you can listen to me. You're you're telling me it was a goal. I might tell you it was a dream. A dream to buy a big house and have a pool and do all that stuff. How come that wasn't my dream and it's only a goal? I'm telling you, there's people that go to work every and you mentioned the word survival before. Every day, nine to five, packing shelves there with no goal, except putting food on the table for the night. It is 100% possible to live, and now you get into the definition of what's living, without goals, aspirations, dreams, chuck whatever yeah, word you want. Everyone, everyone sets a goal, and, and, and I think that you're making goals like... I think you're No, I think it's the other way around, man. Everyone has a dream. And, and everyone sets goals. I, the man, Luther King, I have a dream! Even the person who um, no one, uh, years ago set up the goal of uh, hunting for an animal and can coming home with an animal, right? So goals are those little stuff that we just... I know what killed Martin Luther's, Luther's dream, Chris. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I think, Luther. listen, if we, I, I, can, I can see it. You know, we, we, we are not going... We're going around because Cam... Well, I don't know how we've got back to... Cam has, decided, no, Cam has decided... He was just going to get one single angle. And that's, I think it's very well. No, Ken, I think it's very well. You turned it cynical. You just go on to one angle, right? I haven't come from one angle, mate. He had to be able, there's a song that's- got to be measurable, Tom. Everyone knows about Susan Boyd singing that song, I had the dream. And in there, she said, what is it? I think that life has killed the dream I dreamed. Yeah. And and I and I listened to that song many many times over, and that that line I I really love. It's it's how you get to a level where you are now blaming life, killing your own dreams. So she didn't blame God. So, so I I will say this. I will say this. If if you don't have the honesty to even sit down and go, all right, what's the definition of God? And I understand you're still pissed from yesterday, oh. but I think that if you. <laughs> If you're going to get onto a, a wine and wisdom podcast, try not to be that pissed so that you, you're really insulting the podcast that we're doing. But you're going to have to really sit down and go, what's the, what's the difference between dreams and goals? Oh, we've already spoken about it. No. We've already but, agreed with all that. No. And you then once you have that, you can have the argument. Circle back here. We, we have said already goals are small things. And now you go, no one's got, there's some people. No, I didn't say goals. no one. You, you said, said everyone. You said, said everyone has a goal. Very You're dishonest wrong. of you. You said you everyone has a goal. Replay the tape. Even, even the guy, even the mother, even the mother who apparently has no goal, when she wakes up in the morning, has got the goal to... But she knows uh, she's got a goal. Hey, 
Go That's called a to-do list. That's called a to-do list. That is still a goal. List. That's the, oh There's a big difference between everyone having a goal and people knowing that they have a goal. People wake up when the alarm goes off and roll out of bed and get in their car and drive down the freeway and do everything they do, and most of them wouldn't have a clue why they're doing it. That's rubbish. That is such rubbish, Cameron. You can't oh, say Oh, yeah, that. from your 200 acres, you can say that. What about the poor person on $14 an hour who actually doesn't know why they're doing it? What do you mean they don't know why they're doing it? If they didn't know why they were doing it, why would be they be... Everyone had a goal or a purpose. Why is there so many mental health issues? Why is there so much poverty? Why is there all this stuff? Because they don't have goals. No, 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 no. That's that's wrong. That is wrong. Mental health is... Mental health is... is No, no, no. Okay. Uh, You you can say it, but I think now... Just come up with a compass argument. Why don't you come up with something that goes against what we've said they're on the treadmill of necessity and they're actually doing their daily tasks to achieve their level of survival that's not a it's goal bullshit it's, it's not a goal bullshit is not a goal do you know what a goal can be as a goal can be putting You're right Chris. I sit in front of another I'm Every going day. to work 40 hours. I'm going to work 70 hours a week underpaid for the goal of just scraping by. And they put it up on the fridge and they make sure every day that that's exactly what they do. You, you guys are so dream. ridiculous right now. Everybody has a goal. A goal doesn't have to be something that's publicised and written on a goal checklist. But if you get out of bed every day and your goal is to get to work... and Let's bring 100 and people right now and go, what's not- your goal? And see how many... All right, I'm going to stop this. All right, stop, stop, stop. So we're listening. We've got some good people listening to us, right? We've got five minutes before we pull up stumps, right? I want to know, people wanting to set some real goals, some achievable goals for themselves. They want to set, do do they share them with other people? Do they write them down? Do, do, no, no, I want to to sort of work. I want to workshop that. What what, what do they do? They've got some dreams that want to become goals. What, What do they do? It might be buying a car, going on holiday, getting married, losing weight, whatever it may be. What do they do? Guys, share that. I'm still trying to get over Um, Okay. So specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and have a time frame. Okay, but Lou, put those into like layman terms. You, oh, okay, we all so know be what you're specific. If you say you want to set a goal to buy a car, but real quick, no, what I'm talking car. about is really quickly what they do. Write it down, go. Okay, so they write it down. They be specific. They share it with the ones they love who they know is going to encourage them to help them get to their goals. They make them measurable, tangible. They have a deadline. You know, um, they get up every day and they work towards them. If you have to set a dream board or a goal board in front of your face as well, then do that. But but do visual, visual, you're talking visual. visual. If visual is your, it, like some people learn and are motivated by visual as opposed to, you know, whatever. But yeah, I think I think it's pretty... People, and here's the thing, going back to this argument that Cam said people don't have goals. I go back there. Do you know what? Some people, they might not think they're goals, but when you get out of bed every day and you go to a job and you work nine to five, $14 an hour or whatever it is that he said, 
they're still mentally setting goals every day to go to work and achieve what they wanted to achieve. So at the end of the week, they get paid what they get paid to pay their bills and do this and do that. It's still mini goals. It, 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 everything is still that. something that they're setting to achieve or something right, that they okay. need to achieve. Lou, I hate to cut you off, but Ken. Oh. What's that, mate? Well, just ask me. I just think, look, it's got to be measurable and achievable. That's all I know. You've just got to be able to measure it and achieve it. How does somebody who doesn't have a goal measure? The Cam, I come to you and say, I want to buy 200 acres next to a vineyard because I can't buy any good wine in where I live. What do you tell them? Go and sell real estate for free because <laughs> you like helping people. Look where it gets you. Cheers. <laughs> Uh, look, I, I, it's a harder thing because I, I go back to my point. I know we were doing it under uh, angst, but I reckon if you rang 100 people right now and said, what's your goal in life? 99 of them wouldn't be able to tell you. Probably. Oh, Lou, pipe down. You're you just doing <laughs> it for the sake of doing it now. You ring 90, 100 people right now, but you, when was the last time you rang 100 people, Lou? So I don't know. But... First off, if you think you know where you want to go, the whole idea is to try and set a plan to get there. So, and start with the first things first. What's the first thing I have to do to put the wheels in motion to get where I'm going? And probably it's going to be ring someone who's done it before because you don't know what you don't know. So to, what Thomas was talking about before, you know, I wish I'd known then what I knew now. He only knows what he knows now because what he didn't know then. So my thing was um, when I first wanted to know how to run a patch properly, and it's a small goal, I rang a guy who I rang Darren Butcher and said, teach me how to run a patch. I, when I wanted to know what to do with my first house, I rang someone who owned 39 houses when, because you, you don't know what you don't know. So I guess step one is work out if there is something you actually want in life and, and step two is call someone who's done it. Yeah, amazing, Tim, because you probably echoing what I'm going to echo exactly what you said, mate. So find out, find someone who's done what you want to do and, and go and ask them how they did it. Um, number one. Number two is um, nothing breeds experience like failure. So just go and do it. Just, and, and the, probably the third thing is get out of your comfort zone. I think the comfort zone kills more goals than anything that has killed goals before just people expect to achieve their goals by just doing the same shit they've been doing for 20 years you've got to change what you're doing to achieve goals yoda thomas you get the last say oh thank you i i think that the two of you are wrong you're talking about goals you're not talking about uh, goals and dreams i i think that every one of us if if every one of us have got dreams what, what you need to be doing, and, and this is from my own experience, is to have the uh, ability and the courage to transcend your ego and look for some of the goals that you're going for and see whether they are really in line with your dreams. If they're not, you need to have the courage to walk away. And, and, and I get that. There's, there's, there's goals that are maybe good financially, that we need to walk away in order to fulfill a dream. 
And, and this is why sometimes even in business things now, sometimes I know, yeah, that this thing is making my money, but I'm going to break it because staying around in that environment is killing my soul and is destroying the kind of person I am. So I have to have the courage of walking away from that because it is going to just kill my dream. And so I, I truly believe that what's important in your question is to have the courage to have a mastermind group. That doesn't mean you listen to what your mastermind group is doing, but you're using the wisdom of these kind of people so that you can come up with as many potential answers as you can. And then it's up to you now to really sit down and find that sage in you, that wise person in you. Because in us, we always have those saboteurs, you know, the guy that say, you're not good enough. Oh man, last time you did this, you stuffed up and have a look, this guy did this to you. You have to quieten them down so that your wise can really speak out and then see whether it is aligned with your um, dream. If not, don't do it. Mm, mm, yeah. I like that. Mm, yeah. All right. So, mate, since you're the one who came up with that, you might as well just close the subject, bro. Wow. How do I close? It was a good subject. I ask your audience, and you know what? we A lot of you probably don't know who are listening that, Every week we try and find a new subject. We'd love some input from out the outside world. Guys, jump on, send us some messages. Let us know what you're thinking, what you'd like to talk about. We, we'd like to hear from you. But final, final world is whether it's a dream or a goal, just keep moving forward and keep pushing because at the end of the day, it's all worth it, right? Goals don't kill people. People kill people. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Go Talk the blues. Bye. Bye-bye. See you guys.